Hello, senior dog pet parents. It's Dr. Monica Tarantino, and welcome back to the Senior Dog Revolution podcast. So if you're listening to this right now, chances are that we actually have our brand new course, the Senior Dog Thrive course, out now. And this course, we made it because you guys have been asking for more information as to how I do things with my patients, how I do things with my dogs at home. And so I wanted to create a place and a resource for you guys to really learn how I approach senior dog care in a way that really translates well to every senior dog out there. So whether you've got an early senior that's six or seven years old, or you've got a geriatric that's 15 years old, it doesn't matter. This course is going to be helpful to you and your senior dog. And so if you really want to learn the fundamental to how I approach senior dog care, you're going to want to take this course. We only release this course periodically throughout the year. So if it's being launched right now, my suggestion is to make sure you guys get on the wait list and and try to purchase the course as soon as it becomes available. And so again, this course is really for those pet parents out there that really want to take it to the next level and really understand how to give their senior dogs the ultimate golden years and how to set them up to age well. So we share all of our secrets in there. I've got the amazing Dr. Lisa Littman in there with me as well and we cannot wait to see you guys in that course. If you guys are looking out for more information on it, head over to the website, www.seniordogrevolution.com, and you can learn more there. And without further delay, let's get started in this episode. Welcome to the Senior Dog Revolution, where we discuss how to give our senior dogs the best life they deserve where age is just a number and health and happiness of our senior pets is a priority. Hello, senior dog pet parents. I'm Dr. Monica Tarantino and welcome to the Senior Dog Revolution podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. So today we're going to talk about some tips and some tricks to helping our senior dogs do well over the holidays. Now the holidays notoriously bring up a lot of different challenges and I see dogs getting into a lot of different shenanigans like across households across America. So there's candy, there are presents out, there's decorations out, there are new people coming over, there are changes in routines for these dogs. There's a lot of different things that are happening during the holidays and they can cause a lot of different problems for you guys. So we're going to talk about some tips and some tricks to hopefully help circumvent some of those issues for your pets at home this holiday season. And to help me do that, I have an amazing veterinarian coming on named Dr. Elizabeth DeLumba. Dr. Elizabeth DeLumba actually works for a company called VetraScience, which is a supplement company. Now, most of you guys know who follow me on social media, how much I actually like VetraScience. It's a company that makes amazing supplements and they've been doing this for a really long time. So these guys are not in it for the short term. They're really dedicated to helping push animal health forward. Now you'll hear us talk about a lot of different supplements in this episode, but one last thing to mention is that before you guys actually give your pets any supplements, always make sure they're okay with your pet's veterinarian. Now, I won't delay you guys any further. Let me introduce you to Dr. Elizabeth DeLemba. Thank you so much, Dr. Tarantino, for having me today. It's really my privilege. I worked in private practice for about 15 years, a small animal practice for dogs, mostly dogs and cats. And then I transitioned into an alternate career and I started working with a veterinary pharmacy. And I've been working with VetraScience, which is a leading supplement company for veterinarians and for pet owners for the last six years. And it's been, it's been wonderful to do that transition. Yeah. And most of, most of my audience will probably be familiar with VetraScience. 
And so, of course, you guys, if you follow me on social media or are on my email list, you know how much I love this company, but it's just how much effort you guys put into doing studies behind a lot of your products. We are all looking for evidence-based medicine. And so it's really nice to be able to have a supplement company that supports finding evidence behind the supplements to ensure that what what you, you get, what you pay for. And that's pretty important right now. Yeah, exactly. All right. Are you ready to dive into this uh, podcast topic? I'm super excited because I love the holidays. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Perfect. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to get started with our very first way that we can actually help our senior pets survive in the holidays. And our first thing that we wanted to discuss with you was basically talking about anxiety in senior dogs and senior pets around the holiday season. And as you know, during Thanksgiving, during Christmas, there are tons of new people around in the house. There's new packages, there's new decorations around the house. And for a lot of senior dogs that are dealing with things such as doggy dementia coming on or losing their sense of vision or their sense of hearing, of course, which we've talked a lot about, it can actually make the environment a lot more scary. And so let's talk about a few tips that we have for them. Absolutely. One of the key things when you're dealing with, especially with senior dogs and senior cats, is to make sure that you stick to routine as much as possible. Change is difficult for people, um, and we understand what's going on. And a lot of times, really, pets can't understand why their environment is in such such upheaval. So providing them with stability, a secure home base is absolutely critical. You want to make sure that you feed them at the same time that you normally feed them. Take them for walks or do playtime at the same time that you normally do. Um, one thing that people tend to forget is they they tend to forget that these animals really need exercise. You know, they need to go for their walks. They need to have their playtime. Yeah. It's very important for their mental stability to have some physical activity as well. So I think that's really a key. It's good for you too. And so it benefits both the pet as well as the owner. Yeah. And it feels like during the holidays, like that's, it's perfect time for like things to get off of routine because you've got company over or to not take them for that walk because you're so busy cooking that day or whatever it is. But I love that you highlighted that because it really is important to try to stick to that routine and, and physical activity, of course, if they can do it. Really makes them more relaxed too if they're a little bit tired. But sometimes, you know, you don't have time to do all of that, even though it is important. So there are some ways that you can do in a non-prescription way by utilizing supplements to try to calm them down a little bit, make their lives a little bit easy, a little bit easier. And one of the comp- one of the products that I have used is Composure and Composure Pro, both both of which are veterinary science products. Um, but they help with mild anxiety. They help with general stress and just to bring them down a little bit. It doesn't make them. It doesn't make them stupid. They still have the ability to focus. They still have the ability to understand what's going on, but it just sort of takes the edge off so that things, environmental stressors are not quite as stressful as they could be. And so if you get that started a little bit ahead of time, that gives them a little bit of a lift so that uh, when the holidays finally come around, they're able to deal with it in a, in a more efficient manner. I love that. And Dr. Dilemma, when is the best time to really give that to them? Like if you're planning on having like a busy Thanksgiving or something like that, like when is the best time to kind of get that on board for your, your pet? It certainly depends on the dog, but you can use it chronically as well as acutely. So in other words, you can start a week ahead if you know that you're having guests, if you're having company. Um, 
you can start it ahead of time and give it on a daily basis. It's very safe. But also, acute situations come up. You can't always plan everything that's going to be stressful. Um, and it only takes composure about 30 minutes to have some effect. And so you can use it when you encounter uh, a time when you weren't expecting there to be stress and you notice that your pet is stressed out. So 30 minutes, if you, you 30 minutes is a much better period of time than yeah, and that's, days or weeks. Oh, yeah. And that's really fast. I mean, that's really quick um, for, compared to a lot of other medications that we actually try to use. 30 minutes is a really nice time frame. So I think it's super doable. Yeah. An example of the 30 minutes is probably about two years ago. I went up to my mother's house for Christmas and there were literally 25 people and 10 dogs, oh two of which were my own. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of dogs and it was chaotic, yeah. obviously. And the dogs were running around. Some of them were anxious. Some of them just wanted to play. Others were not interested in that. And I had brought up some composure liquid for my niece, for her dog. And we literally lined everybody up. Everybody got got composure liquid. And within a half an hour, they were either calm or sleeping or playing happily. And it was, oh it was remarkable, the difference. Just taking it down a knot. It made a difference. It was a godsend. <laughs> Another thing that's really important is to try to establish a safe, calm place for them to go to so that they can relax away from your guests or even from you. Some place that they're secure and they know nobody's going to bother them. Especially during the holidays, you may have children over and children may not be able to read the signs when a dog is stressed or irritated. And so to be able to have a place where they can go, where they know they're not going to be bothered is very important. So dogs are naturally denning animals. Your dog may be very comfortable in its crate. I know my dog is very comfortable in its crate. And so I'll put her in there. If they're not comfortable in a crate, then maybe a quiet room that they're comfortable in or a bathroom. And you may even want to use something like a white noise sound machine so that they can't hear all the ruckus that's going on in the rest of your house. Those are some great tips. Yeah. Senior dogs in general, they have more difficulty communicating with the world themselves. They really are not giving out as many cues as they used to. Um, a lot of them, of course, you know, have pain and whatnot. So I love, I love that tip. That's really helpful. A nice calm place for them to go. So just to summarize what we just talked about. So we just talked about sticking to your routine whenever possible. Um, Dr. Dilemma has really great success with composure chews uh, as a supplement to have on hand during times where it may be stressful for them and then having a calm place for your senior dog to go to. We can go ahead and we can talk about our next way that we can help senior pets during the holidays. Absolutely. So during the during the holidays, food is everywhere. So whether it's falling on the floor from people or you're cooking more often than you're used to, just want to try to keep them on, again, sort of a routine, make sure that they're still getting their regular diet. But it's pretty common that they're going to get into something that maybe they're not supposed to. And I'm sure that in clinical practice that you saw a lot of the same vomiting, diarrhea issues that come oh, yeah. up at the holidays. <laughs> oh yeah. There's tons of food around. So yes. And the, and the dogs, the dogs are there for it. They're excited. Absolutely. About it. So, yeah. one, so one of the things that I think you have to watch out for is overindulgence in general. So increased snacking. It's really easy, especially in a family. Nobody knows exactly how much the dog has gotten on the little snacks here and the little snacks there. So overindulgence is pretty common. Um, getting into the trash is another issue because you're busy and the trash fills up. You may bag that trash and it doesn't make it all the way out to the trash can because you're busy or your phone rings. And the next thing you know, it's on the floor. And where did those turkey bones go? Um, not a not a good thing. So you have to be hi almost hyper vigilant about things like trash. The other thing that 
animals can get into is uh, is toxins. And we don't really think about it being a really um, very important, but things like raisins that you would find in stuffing, um, chocolate. I don't know. It's not a holiday without some kind of chocolate. You want to make sure you have those yeah. chocolate dishes <laughs> up where the dogs can't get them. But one thing that people may not think about is ha- having sugarless gum in your purse and then putting your purse on the floor and having the dog sort of investigate. I mean, they love the smell of anything sweet. And a lot of sugarless gum has xylitol. And xylitol is very toxic yeah. to dogs. And so that's something that, especially if you're having guests over, they may not be aware of that. And they just have sugarless gum in their purse. They put their purse on the floor. And the next thing you know, you're at the emergency clinic with xylitol toxicity. Right. No, those are excellent tips. And, and you're, you're right. A lot of people actually don't think about it. And it usually happens with something silly, like leaving your purse on the floor, which can happen because there's so much going on during the holidays. So I think those are such great tips. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to bring up too is going to be avoiding, which I think you kind of touched on a little bit, but just avoiding introducing new toys or rawhides or Christmas dog cookies to your pets. And we talked about this a little bit last year, but one of the things that I always see in the clinic, and I don't know if you saw this too, Dr. Delmo, when you were practicing, but we'd always have like, you know, relatives that want to also spoil your dog will come and they'll bring these new bag of cookies they saw at the dollar store or whatever it was they picked up when they were at the the store, a new rawhide with a big bone on it. And you kind of feel obligated to give it to your dog because you don't want to hurt their feelings or they're just laying around and you're like, well, you know, let me just give you some of this. I find that really commonly that kind of stuff will actually cause GI upset in our pets, even our older pets. And, you know, and both of us have seen things from pancreatitis that had to be hospitalized for several days to foreign bodies that we talked about before to how Dr. Dilemma talked about toxin, uh, toxicity with sugarless gum or, or, um, you know, uh, dietary indiscretion, all of those things. So I always encourage people that even if you have a bunch of gifts or new cookies or this fun new Christmas cookie, really think twice before giving it to your pet. Or if you're going to then just really introduce it really, really slowly to them so that we're not causing any GI distress for them during the holidays. Absolutely. There's so much going on at the holidays too. If you give them something new, do you know, is it the new thing that's causing the issue or is it all the snacks that they got into or did they find something in the trash that they got into? So it can be very hard to investigate and discover what is really causing the the issue. But certainly, especially with our senior pets, if their tummies get upset, if their GI tract becomes upset, then it's self-perpetuating. The inflammation that goes on in the gut makes more inflammation in the gut. So anything that you can do to try to prevent them from having additional problems is going to be very helpful. Uh, one of the things that I'll start is I'll start with some probiotics. And most of the probiotics that are available um, are specifically formulated for dogs to help make sure that the population of bacteria in their GI tract becomes very stable. Probiotics are actually live bacteria that are administered um, orally. And one of the nice things is that they're good bacteria. You'll hear about the good bacteria versus the bad bacteria. And there are binding sites in the gut. And if the good bacteria are bound to those sites, then if they the bad bacteria don't have any place to be secure, and so they'll go ahead and pass through the GI tract. The other thing that you'll want to look for is if you're giving a probiotic, make sure that it has some fiber in it. And there's two different kinds of fiber. There's soluble fiber and insoluble fiber. Insoluble fiber are things like psyllium, which help to just move everything through the gut. And 
the soluble fibers actually feed the good bacteria. And so they increase the population of good bacteria, which is then protective to the GI tract. So you're setting yourself up for success by creating an environment that is pre-protected. And that will help a little bit too as you get into the, it'll help to prevent some diarrhea. And nobody wants their dog to have diarrhea during the holidays. When you're looking at a probiotic, you want to pick something like a probiotic every day is one of the products that I'll use. The other thing is uh, if you're having an acute problem, a really good product to have on hand is the fast balance paste. It's easy to administer. It's on a dial up. Um, it's very palatable. It's easy to get into them and it has both probiotics as well as the prebiotics and it has some uh, yeast probiotics as well, which help to really solidify the stool and prevent any more inflammation going on in that gut. Oh, I love that. I love that tip so much. I have not used the fast balance GI paste, but I feel like I need to have it on hand now for the holidays for sure. So... <laughs> I definitely, I always get a fresh tube right before the holidays because I know things happen, you know, and it's nice to be able to prepare and say, okay, well, I'm going to do my best to prevent this from happening. But if it does happen, I've got something that I can administer easily. We also, we haven't really touched base on, but the other nice thing about having, um, probiotics is that one of the most common treatments for diarrhea and GI upset is an antibiotic. And sometimes antibiotics can actually further irritate the GI tract and set off that bacterial balance in the gut. So anything you can do to try to prevent them from from having to have an antibiotic is going to be helpful for the the GI tract health in the long run. We've been learning a lot about that lately with dysbiosis, with the gastrointestinal tract in our pets and how we used to, you know, for the past, I don't know, 20 or 30 years, when we have pets with diarrhea, reach for antibiotics, but now we're starting to reach for probiotics instead. There are certain situations where you want to use antibiotics, of course, but probiotics are turning out to become a really healthy way to help your pet's GI tract. And I love the idea of trying to use it to help support them through the holidays. So I think that's fantastic. And then the very next thing that we wanted to talk to you guys about was another tip that we have for helping senior pets um, survive the holidays is regards to boarding versus in-home pet sitting. So one of the things that I commonly have pet parents coming and asking me about in the exam rooms when during the holidays is, Hey, Dr. Tarantino, you know, we have, we're going away for a week and we were going to put our senior pet in this boarding place. Do you think that's okay or not? Or should we find someone to come at home? And we're going to do an entire episode on this in the future. I will say that depending on the pet, either situation may be okay for them. For the majority of senior dogs and geriatrics in particular, I strongly suggest having an in-home pet sitter come just because you'll have more idea of what's actually happening at home. There are some pets that go early seniors in particular that go to doggy daycare still and have a great time. Those guys may do okay in a boarding situation, but majority of pets, especially the geriatrics we're talking about and the older seniors, I think most of them do well at home with at home. Home pet sitting. We'll go into that in a future podcast episode. Any more thoughts on on that, Dr. Dilemma? Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Dr. Tarantino. It's uh, it's always preferred if they can stay into their in their own home environment. It makes the transition a lot easier for them. So even if they're a little bit stressed that there's somebody unusual in the household, everything else can be normal. They can they can adhere to their normal routine. And this sort of encapsulates everything that we've talked about. Some of the things that are going to be very helpful, some of the supplements that are going to be very helpful, whether they're going to a boarding kennel or whether they're staying at home, we want to try to decrease the amount of stress that they're having. And you can use the composure to help with that. Um, we see, especially if they go to a kennel, we see stress diarrhea very, very commonly. 
So yes. having them on some composure and some probiotics before they get to the kennel is going to be very helpful to help stabilize that GI tract. And also, um, if you can take their own food to the kennel with them, then they don't have any sort of dietary transitions. And that makes a big difference too, because then at least you're, you're stacking everything for your benefit, to, for your pet's health and making as few changes as you possibly can. Um, one thing I will say that if you do take your pet to uh, a kennel, a lot of them will offer the ability to have extra exercise periods. Um, it may cost a little bit more, but it is very well worth it to have that additional interaction, that additional space to move around and relax. Um, I think that's something that can be, that is, is well worth paying for. And also just sort of normal things. You want to make sure that you're, that the vaccines are up to date. You want to make sure that you have proper flea control medications on, on board. Absolutely. Because we don't want to have, we don't want to send our pets away for the holidays, <laughs> even for a week and have them come back with parasites. Yuck. No, thank you. <laughs> and it, it happens every year and it's always so upsetting when it happens, but absolutely. And I, I love that last point you brought up to you, Dr. Lamba, about just getting prepared for your trips ahead of time. So if you're going out of town, make sure you grab those refills way ahead of time if you can. So a week or two in advance, because usually um, what you guys actually don't see on your end is that oftentimes at the hospitals, we have a lot of last minute refill requests coming in. So we're kind of usually backed up a little bit. So it could take a little bit longer than to get them to you. So definitely calling ahead of time is really helpful for that. As Dr. Dilemma said, uh, previously having your supplements ordered ahead of time so that they're at, they're at your house in advance of this holiday season, that is really helpful and, and certainly will help decrease the amount of stress when it comes to the holidays for your yeah, pets. Absolutely. Anything that you can do to be prepared, the more prepared you are, the fewer problems you're going to have in the long run. I love that. So true. So thank you so much for, for coming on today. We just had, I had the best time talking to you about it and I think your tips are so helpful. Oh, it's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. All content on Senior Dog Revolution is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice for your pet. Your dependence on the content of any information found on Senior Dog Revolution is at your own risk as nothing discussed or mentioned here can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. As always, for veterinary care and advice for your pet, please see your veterinarian. 